all right but all from right, that um welcome guys to the over over and under podcast with me myself which is michael i got brian here to my right and then to the far right i got uh luis the big um, bad wolf <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um welcome to this podcast again um this is gonna be officially our third episode but i think in terms of upload wise on youtube it'll be our second episode on there um so we got a lot to talk about tonight um we got a couple of stuff we're gonna be going over the um nfl what happened in the past week and then we're gonna talk about the nba all the fiascos that's going on there and then right now um for the audio listeners um we have the um dodgers game right now right behind our camera and we are also looking at that game going on right now. So currently the Dodgers are up 5-3. to three, And it is, go- what is it, top of the six? Yep. Yes, sir. So we got that going in the background. So um, hopefully during this podcast, which probably most likely not, the Dodger game might end. Hopefully it will, but probably won't. Yeah. Just because <laughs> these damn baseball games. It's probably going to go on until like midnight. So um <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go on and um, we're going to first talk about the NFL. Um, what are we on now, guys? Week five. Week five. Week five. Um, a lot of surprises, a lot of s- that's upsets. going on, a lot of upsets. Uh, uh, the first thing that I do just want to highlight um, is with the Eagles. Oh, so okay. still the undefe- undefeated team, only undefeated team in the yes, NFL. Sir. You guys have any thoughts on that? Well, they should have lost that game. But, you know, I don't want to be a hater, but fucking Cardinals fucking choked see see that's the thing like you say that they should have lost but if whoever is the most well-run team the best well the best coached team yeah. there should have won the game and that's obviously the Eagles. true 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 I so that. i think i think regardless of yes the eagles might have that, that that's what kind of shows what the eagles are now how good they've been playing that obviously we all expect them to play better but they're the best well coached team like in the league right now that team is very talented but i don't think they should have been like on paper you'll be like uh i don't know if they should be five and oh but the way they're playing the way they the way that they play as a team 100 percent, they should be five and oh like performance wise just because they're well coached they they know what they're doing they you could tell that they have a strong bond so yeah they could they should have won that game um i'm very impressed by the eagles um not wouldn't be surprised if the number one seed in the in the nfc are there any standout players that are performing like the best on that team right now Jalen hurts yeah Jalen hurts do you think he's he's climbing up the ranks in terms of like an mvp uh, in the MVP um, conversation, yeah. or? he's in that. He could be in that conversation. I wouldn't say that he is. Um, I think it's too early to say there's an MVP right now, except maybe like, I mean, yeah, I, like besides like like the front runner for me, if I were to have an MVP right now, it'd be Josh Allen. Um, and there's still some ifs on that because, um, you know, is a the record wise temper I mean, tantrum. Yeah, I mean, but, but no, but he's great. I think I think Josh Allen is. If he doesn't win MVP, um, you know, it always changes it up. Like it always changes up around like week nine, ten, around that time where you kind of see the real definitive MVP. This happens every year. Yep. Um, so right now, I'm saying Josh Allen at the moment, but we'll see in the next month. You want to hear my MVP? Ooh, I want. I don't want to hear Tom Brady. No, I was not gonna say Tom Brady. Um. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, 
<sighs> if it's like Daniel Jones or something. No, is it? Is it like Jared Goff? Fuck no. Geno Smith? No. <laughs> who? My boy Bailey Zab, bro. <laughs> uh, who? <laughs> what you mean? He's over here scoring touchdowns on the on the lines. <laughs> stop stop all right so i mean the eagles i'm not a big nfl guy as you guys know but they're undefeated it looks like um they might you guys think they're gonna lose a game yeah they're they're definitely gonna lose a game um i'm not i can't i can't i don't have the their roster or their schedule on uh off the top of my head but yeah. they're definitely gonna lose a game they 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 showed against the cardinals that if if they go against a high explosive offense where um they have a good balance and and don't get me wrong the cardinals again they could have like how you said they could have won that they could have won that game Dude, yeah they, they were like on their third string running back like they definitely Bro, they were game. down they were down 17-0 and they they literally came back and they had a i mean they had a minute and 40 seconds to score a touchdown i mean they had 30 seconds to score a touchdown against the raiders to win and they um, they fumbled the bag yeah they had more time this time and they just fumbled yeah i think i think if they go against a well-coached team like how they are and just with a a more explosive offense and and you know definitely a team that can compete with them at all different levels um they can definitely lose the game i could see them going 13 and 4 or 14 and 3 i I see like the most losses that i could see that team going is five losses but i think for how they how they're playing i think that's a stretch but yeah i think that team could definitely do that you think they lose against the cowboys Ooh. I mean, ooh. I mean, honestly, how everything, how the NFL is going right now, it's like I love this season because it's super unpredictable and you don't know what's gonna happen. Fast. So I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to the Cowboys, even though the I don't think the Cowboys should have won uh, some of the games. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, like I don't think they should have won any, some of those. From games. what I see, it, bro, all I know is the Cowboys are four zero for me. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it, it, it's insane That's how they have, like, this good start. That roster is not that good. The defense is good. Micah Parsons is a dog. He's defen- def- he's defensive player of the year for me this year, um, just the way he's playing. But, yeah, that guy is a beast. But I don't think that team is, is anything special. I think they lost guys that if they had some of those guys like Randy Gregory, they would have definitely stayed on. They would, they definitely Their O-line is always hurt, always hurt. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think, I think the Eagles could lose against the Cowboys. Maybe a game, like one of the two games they play against in in uh, Jerry World in um, in Dallas, um, or or Arlington, whatever the fuck they want to name it. But Arlington, Texas. But yeah, like the AT and T Stadium. I think they could definitely lose a game there. They could lose that game, but you know the Eagles are the Eagles. They're good this year. They're they're fun to watch. I I haven't had so much fun with the Eagles since like. Super Bowl run. I'm not saying they're gonna go on that Super Bowl run, but they're they're that fun. Um. So since we're over, we already brought them up, so the Cowboys. Um. What are they now? Four and one. Four and one. So they're. I mean, they're four and one. It is what it is. But, um, the whole drama pertaining to that team currently right now. So they're not playing with. Um. They're starting QB right. Mm-hmm. So um with the, with this recent success, do you think they're gonna? Switch it up? You think he's gonna come back? No. Uh, what do you guys think is gonna happen no. with the starting QB position? I think I think with the starting QB position, what they're gonna do is they're gonna go ahead and um, 
they're gonna go ahead and start Cooper Rush as much as they can and try to. They, this is a great opportunity for the Cowboys where they know they have a guy that is decent enough to win games. Like obviously he has four four games in a row winning, which is great. So what they're gonna want to do is like let Dak recover fully. Like I feel like every year they have Dak like rushing in like from injury. This guy gets hurt, like has a really bad injury and he rushes in and, and like doesn't recover all the way. And I think that this happens a lot in the NFL, not just with Dak, but I, it's just recent recently that Dak has been having that. Like last year that's that happened and the year before. So um this is a good opportunity for the Cowboys to be like, hey, let's keep this guy um safe. Like let's keep him healthy. People were already saying, like, oh, yeah, he's going to go play against the Rams. Like, no, don't play against the Rams. You're going to get hurt. You're not fully recovered. You're not going to yeah. play as good. And then you're the biggest, like, team, like, marketing-wise in the NFL, and you're going to get slandered for not having that because then he's going to play like ass, and everyone's going to be like, yeah, Dak is shit. Dak is shit. And, yeah, like, Dak isn't – to me, I think he's a little overrated. But still – I think that, like, if you want your starting quarterback who you're paying $30 million a year, yeah, I'm going to keep him healthy as much as I can. And then when it comes time to getting that progression up, you're going to keep him healthy. Then, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. The thing is, um, let's say, what, what injury did um, did he get? Like, like what's injured? Is it that ankle? Sprained his ankle or something like that? I thought he... Um, I don't wanna I don't wanna be mistaken, but I think I think he hurt his throwing shoulder. Did he? But uh Not he was always he's been having that problem with the ankles too. Yeah, he's always he's had that ankle injury, but um Oh yeah, yeah it's his thumb. It's his thumb. Oh fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, he broke his thumb, I remember yeah yeah. Damn, so he broke his thumb. Does, do you think it would be healed by like Close to playoff time, maybe end of the season. Yeah, yeah. But yeah he's already projected to come back soon in a couple of weeks. Um, I mean, so I mean, if he does fully recover, um, and if the Cowboys are still on this winning winning spree, this winning streak, like, will, do you think he comes back starting lineup or yeah. knowing Jerry Jones? Yeah, he's gonna put him in, and then they're gonna lose, and they're gonna be like, oh man, it's all his fault, and then they're gonna wish away that. Just give, him, just give him a reason why they should let him go. Yeah. Jerry Damn. Jones gets in the way of his own team. I think that I feel honestly there's a player on that team where I feel really bad for and not because like I think he's sorry. Like I honestly feel really bad cuz he's so good and the offense just doesn't cooperate for what like doesn't go for what he wants. Um and that's Zeke. Zeke, Zeke? is still a beast and a lot of people are gonna like this is this is big for someone that that people know me because I hate the Cowboys and I hate like who they what they represent because they're they suck. But Zeke is <laughs> I'm such a big fan of Zeke. Like <laughs> that guy has proved me wrong so many times and he's just such a beast. The only thing is like he's the O line. The O line, man. It's and people are like, what, what Tony Pollard? He he does great. Yeah, he only gets like ten touches a game too, and like he's also receiving back. Then not a lot of people expect him to catch the ball. Like there's always gonna be that. Like even like when you have that mediocre like line, you're eventually gonna get a big run. Zeke has some big runs too. It's just that they're not as significant because they expect him to have those big runs compared to Tony Pollard, where you're like, oh yeah, he get those big runs too. That's crazy. Like yeah, he's a backup, but like, that's the kind of reaction you're gonna get from someone that is the backup. He's a backup for a reason. Damn. Any thoughts onto that? 
Well, any running back, any quarterback could be good as long as you have a great old line. You you can't have a great running back or a great quarterback with a struggling old line. It was like Joe Burrow in the first two weeks. And in the playoffs last year, he was he was doing beast, but if he would have had a better O-line that give him more time, I think they would have won the Super Bowl, but that's just me. No, yeah, definitely. I, I think I think that, like, people that are casuals that, that watch football and, like, are fans of such a the, – the, the big stakes, like, oh, they score points, they throw the ball a lot, they run the ball really good, whatever. They look at all these skill players and, like, oh, yeah, he sucks now. He can't, he can't even do this. He can't do that. It's like, dude. You can't win a game if you don't have a good O-line and a good D-line. The the line literally is what makes or breaks a team. Because if you don't have a good O-line, you don't have the best offense in the league. It's just that simple. Yeah. You, there's a reason why all like if you look at any championship team that they have a great or like a really good O-line. I don't I can't think of a of a of a of a Super Bowl team that didn't have a good O-line, at least like a top 10 O-line, is you, you just have to have it. And defensive line too, like you have to have that pressure because if you don't have that pressure going on from either side of the ball, you're not, you're, you're just not starting out right. The line is your foundation. And that's what the the Cowboys don't have. They overpaid for these guys who are aging. They they messed up on letting Lyle Collins leave. Uh, uh, Fred, Frederick, he retired. Um, Zach Martin leaving. Zach Martin, he's still a beast, but it's just like, dude, he has like no help around him either. Tyron Smith, that guy gets that guy's made out of glass. Like <laughs> he's so good <laughs> as a left tackle. Like he definitely could be the number one left tackle in the league. It's just that the guy just he's gets hurt injured, like bro. every two seconds. Yeah, it, it's he's pretty frustrating. But um, but yeah, that's that's my little rant. Just because I, I I used to play online as well and. Trust me, like, I hated when my teammates sucked. Not that they sucked, but, like, I was like. They suck, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Don't undercoat it. Don't sugarcoat it, bro. No, they, suck, bro. They, they were good. It's just that, like, you know, it, you know that we were the fan. Like, when you're on the online, you know that you're the foundation on, like, making sure that the run game is good, that the pass game is good. Because if they don't have that time, if they don't have that, that second to, to see, like, the play because of us, like, everything gets messed up. So that's why I have, like, that's why that's what the Cowboys are really missing out on is, like, you're not – you're spending too much money on, on – you're giving these O-lines, like, these offensive linemen so much money that are so injury-prone, and then you're letting, got, letting go of the guys that were very useful to, to the team. Damn. Sorry, we're just looking at this dog. Mookie Betts is 0-4 for the game. Yeah, Mookie Betts just struck out. He's struggling today. Because he went bowling. Look at him. <laughs> oh, hell no. Damn. Because you were bowling, bro. Damn. Damn. Why Get some rest, my boy. <laughs> for real. That fucking arm <laughs> rested, bro. Bro, for real. How much are they paying him? A lot, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have this for eight contract. years. A lot, bro. no, thirteen, I think. What the? F- thirteen or eight thirteen years? Thirteen years? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Ooh. oh, I thought you missed. That would uh, funny. Damn. Easy three. But um, but yeah. So we just finished up. It was well. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about the NFL? Um, so yeah. We, we cover the Cowboys. I, I their think, QB dilemma. I think. I think there's two. There's like two topics we could run through really quick. Um, one 
is Devontae Adams. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys know what happened, Devontae Adams uh, last night's game against the Chiefs. He had a uh, they, tantrum. They lost. Um, oh, God. They really lost that lead. I think it was like 17. And they, they, they really lost that game. Travis Kelsey had like the game of his life. Um, he's, he's amazing. But Devontae Adams, man. Uh, as a Packer fan myself, I'm very disappointed. Um, he's looking like he's a real Raider now, acting all rowdy and Damn, <laughs> pushing no. the camera guy out of the way <laughs> in the tunnel. And so, and so, I mean, um, he did fumble. It's his fault, bro. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, I think I think it's time in, in, with the Raiders hasn't been the best. He he's definitely looking like himself, running the routes. Like, he definitely is that individual that is a beast. It's just that. Um, like this isn't even about the game; it's more about Devonte and like, how do you guys feel about someone doing that? Don't get, and before we go into it, um, just want to make just want to make it clear that he did apologize to the guy. The guy is pressing charges on him. You know, he said that he's gonna get the bag. So that's yeah, what yeah. so who wouldn't, bro? Yeah, exactly. Like honestly, but but what do you guys think about that? Like he pushed the camera guy um, in the tunnel. So um, what do you guys think? I mean, tempers flare, especially. It. What was the score of that game? It was like 30-29. Like, they lost 30, by like a point. Yeah, so it was a very competitive <laughs> game. I mean, that was right at, like right after the buzzer sounded, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was Damn, so he, I mean, if you, lose, if you lose a game like that by one point, I mean, I would be heated too. I wouldn't be pushing camera people, but, I mean, we all cope with um, disappointment and anger differently. I mean, he just ended up pushing up a, a I mean, I would have pushed guy. Josh McDaniels, but, I mean, not a camera man. i would have pushed everybody else but you know people that have nothing to do with my team like damn bro like why the why a cameraman bro yeah that's he's just trying to do his job bro yeah yeah that's yeah exactly exactly that that's like the first like that's what i thought as well was like why are you gonna push this guy i don't care how mad you are do not push that guy because he's literally doing his job like he is literally telling him what he's told. Like he does not need th- all that, yeah. all that frustration. Like all that energy from you. Like he does not give a fuck if you lost the game or not. It's just that simple. And you know, seeing that, like I said, I was disappointed. I'm a big fan of Devontae Adams. I I adore him. And like as a player, he he's a beast. Like uh, he's so good, dude. He's he's amazing. But that stunt he pulled out, I'm just like, dude. You are Raiders. looking like a fool right now. You you're just looking dumb. You're looking like a raider. Yeah, you're looking like a real raider right now. Looking like an <laughs> idiot. That's just what the raiders are. They're just full of idiots. They're full of uh, like honestly, if, if they didn't have such a trash record throughout like their their history and like um you know people are like oh you know like if I were to say only three Super Bowls yeah but they're losing records in Super Bowl if that was reversed oh my God they'll be like. They'll have the same fan base like the like the Cowboys where they won't shut the fuck up about their team. Yeah. And Derek Carr is really showing me he's the most overrated quarterback in the league. Everyone loves him. Everyone like is on his meat. And I'm like, guys, I tried defending he's him. all right. Like he had one really good season and that two. is pretty much it. Yeah, two good seasons. Wow, like, two good seasons. Oh my I mean, God. So yeah. yeah he kinda, I kinda had his back the what the past season but then coming into the season i thought he was gonna do good i had him on a fantasy team on the bench for a reason no. i mean he could have gotten me points other than all the other fucking injured qbs that i had starting but other than that Derek Carr, 
Fuck, man. I don't know what you're doing, bro. You have uh, you have more picks than touchdowns? Yeah. What? Yeah. This like, is that's thing. insane, bro. Like, dude, people praise him, and he has, like, a, like, I always feel like he has, like, a 26 touchdown, like, 12 interception season, and I'm like, people praise that, and I'm like, really, guys? Like, you guys fuck with that? Like, I understand, <laughs> like, twi- I, I would understand, like, 20 and, like, 7, or, like, 26 and 7, or 28 and, like, you know 10 or something but like it almost seems like you're like you know having that two to one ratio is great right but you just seem like everyone just praises you because they feel bad for you and your team it's just it's just how it is with the raiders for me i just just so so, they just have that cowboy syndrome where they're just so annoying and then like people just (laughs) love them because they're in oakland and like they used to be in oakland and people from like Oakland, like the Bay Area, like are very passionate about the Raiders. And I, don't get me wrong, like I, I, I respect that a lot. It's just no, the the Raiders are just they're just not good, um, and they never will be good um, until they get a, a decent team around and a decent uh, a decent coaching staff. Because I feel like they're gonna lose the locker room very soon. Yeah, and it, it's a Justin Daniel syndrome as well. Cause uh. If you guys don't know who Josh McDaniel is, and he was at he, before he was with the the Patriots after, yeah, he was he in the was, offensive coordinator, and he was with the Broncos, and everyone knows what happened with the Broncos. So yeah, no, yeah, everybody has that type of syndrome after leaving the Patriots for the first after one season they they go coach and then they get fired. Look at Pat Patricia; he went back to the Patriots, and he's what the defensive coordinator now. Pat Patricia is fucking trash, too. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> getting out of that topic, I, I kind of want to go over um, Matt Rule and, and the Panthers. So if you oh, yeah. so for Mike, you know, uh, Mike's, Mike doesn't know a lot about the NFL. So I'm going to keep you a little a little insight of what happened, uh, I want to say, today or yesterday, these past yesterday, couple of days. Yeah, yeah yesterday. Okay. So there's a coach called Matt Rule. He got fired. He's the first NFL coach to get fired this season. Um, he's the head coach of the Carolina was Panthers. The well, was co- the head coach <laughs> of the Carolina Panthers. So a big, I really want to mention this because the first thing that people are saying is fire sell, fire sell. They're trying to trade people. There's rumors of people getting traded, and there's three in particular players that are on the trader on the trading block Ooh. that are that are hot names right now. Ooh. Christian McCaffrey. No, I saw one rumor that uh, apparently the Bills have have You're acquired. Lying. Which, which I mean, it's just a rumor. But Christian McCaffrey with the Bills, wow. that would be amazing. Um, and then I saw another one, DJ Moore. DJ oh, that's understandable. Receiver, I, say, I thought that was enough. DJ Moore. Yeah, I think DJ Moore would be a beast. Um, well, DJ Moore is a beast. But if you were to get traded, um, I heard rumors team. to to Green Bay. Please Ooh. make it happen. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a beast. I, bro, I they love really him on the team. Are you talking about that? I'm about to cut you off. Yeah. Bro, bro did Randall Cobb literally come out of retirement just to play? No, 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 no. He was on the Texans before. Like, he went. He was in Green Bay, and then he left. And then he went to the Texans and, like, did nothing. <laughs> and then he then came he back. Went back. Yeah, he went back. And yeah. I didn't see him the first two or three weeks. But. Oh, that, he was there. It was just <laughs> <laughs> he was like not there you know he was like ben simmons or what yeah like Damn. but but yeah yeah like but DJ, he had a game this week yeah you know i mean but they D- lost but. but dj moore man that guy that guy is uh 
to the Packers, that'd be a great pick. That'd be a great trade. Um, and another guy, I think that um, that this guy would get so much. Like he's probably the most valuable player on on the roster. Uh, Brian Burns, defensive oh, defensive end for the Panthers. Really? Already, he's, he's on the train. Oh, there's rumors of, the, of him being on the training block. It's just because of you know positional value. He's a good edge rusher. He's definitely one of the upcoming guys. And, and if you guys seen his uh, his preseason, um, oh shit, hold on, they uh, they made a hit. Oh, that's cool. Ah, first base, whatever. So um, so a big thing about that. That that's really interesting is that um, Brian Burns is up for a contract year, and if they were to trade him, he would get so much value. I could see like two first round picks for him and like a fifth. Um, people are like, that's kind of random, but no, that's uh, that's like around the valuation I think he would get. And um, you know, I could see him. In, I could see him going to to a decent team that you know that has value. I would say. I mean, I doubt it, but you know, maybe like the Eagles or something. Imagine Brian Burns with the Eagles. That'd be damn. That'd be crazy. That'd be fun. Um, you think they lose a game with him? That would be a pretty tough defense. <laughs> that that defense would be that, so that, good. Nobody, he's, I don't think nobody would get over fifty yards rushing. Honestly. Dude, dude, they're so good. <laughs> they're so, he's he's really good, and he has the best preseason. Uh, I, was, I was gonna mention this. Yeah, he has the best preseason um, face mask. If you guys never seen his face mask online, he has like a Spider-Man face mask. You're lying. Dude, like it's hard. It looks like venom. Like, like he always like. I it has like the spider on there, and it oh, like just goes on. Like, so if he's he, stunning like that. Dude, no, he's he's crazy. He's he's, he's with it, honestly. <laughs> but those are the those are the three guys. Um, I just want to hear you guys' quick opinion on McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and Brian Burns being traded. If they were to, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, or or what do you guys think? I mean, they, I mean, it's understandable if they trade. That's cool. They're gonna just start at zero again. But you know that's pretty insane. Christian McCaffrey on that trade log. So what I'm getting from this is that did they revamp in the off season? Mm, they tried. They kind of not really. They I tried. think I think that right now, like since they lost that, head, like they let go of that head coach. I think the best thing they want to do is rebuild. Rebuild. Yeah, I was about to say because if they're in rebuild mode, I mean, yeah, you could start trading the players. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. If it's clearly not working, what's their record right now? That team, dude, they're, they're like one and four, like one and four right now. Yeah, they're one and four. Who do they win against? No idea. <laughs> no idea. No one. Not cares. our teams, though. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Okay, Fuck but like, if it's clearly not working, then you, even if they're just five games into the season, if you see that it's clearly not working and you don't see any light at the end of the tunnel, I mean, then yeah, just pull the trigger on some trades. I mean, if they have very valuable assets that they can get for, like, draft picks, especially for the future, I mean, we say this a lot with the NBA teams. I mean, if you see something that's not working and um, you want to invest for your future, I mean, just trade whatever whatever value you have on the roster just to get some picks. Okay, the Lakers. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just pull the trigger on that. So uh, I would agree. Like, even with some of those players, um, it'd be insane if – like I don't know those players personally, like what they bring t- to the table, but if they're really high value and what they bring to the table is like championship contender type of talent, and if, if they go to a already contender, that'll be an insane like addition to those teams. Those guys would, yeah. yeah. What do you think, Luis? Well, oh well. Hopefully, we get to get where well, you bite on that Brian Burns trade. 
That would be it. Would be it'd be pretty stupid, but you know, fuck it. The Patriots <laughs> adding something to the defense. <laughs> I, I think because Christian Martin, McCaffrey yeah. is way out of our our fucking traded, way out of. I don't there. think I don't. I think I think him going to the Patriots would like make no sense. I'd just be like, what uh, you mean, bro? Like the Patriots, like they're not a contender. You're they're hated, just huh? they're just a very average team. They're not rich, bro. And you know they barely like, lost to the Packers. Okay, whatever, bro. No, uh, the Packers are a very average team too. Like, not gonna lie, they are very average. But you know, like, I don't think Brian Burns would make a difference. Um, nah, I think Brian Burns would be better off with a team that has a high volume offense that just need that little like spark. Like, I can see if Brian Burns goes to like the Chiefs. Oh Ooh. my God, that would be Ooh. scary. Not scary. That would be just like, yeah, I don't want to play the Chiefs no more. Yeah, like, because they're going they, to the Super Bowl. Because that, <laughs> they, they already the got Super Clark. Bowl. They already got, um, what's his name, Jones. Like, now they're going to have Brian Burns. You're like, dude, like, like, dude, you already have Chris Jones and, like, Frank Clark. And, yeah. and Clark, like, dude. Like, chill. Brian Burns on that D-line, like, it's going to be so much easier for the secondary. And... Yeah, I just think those are great value picks. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on, um, you know, let's move on to the to the NBA. So uh, take it away, Mike. How about them boys, Mike? <laughs> um, all right. So basically, with the NBA, there's just been a couple things going on. A lot of a lot of um, well, a few big ones. Um, we'll save the elephant in the room for last. But um, so currently, in terms of some of the teams that have been playing in the preseason. A lot of people have been getting a lot of hype on the Lakers again. Sorry, we're from L.A., so we're going to talk about it. So um, we got we played the most recent preseason game against the Warriors. I mean, yeah, it's a preseason game, but um, there was some some good stuff in that game, especially my boy uh, Austin Reeves, my new number two overall player in the NBA. He had to cook up my boy Steph Curry, who was on my number two list last week. He cooked my boy, so that's the new number two player, Austin Reeves, number two best player in the NBA. But um, the thing that I just want to talk about and, like, just just to throw it out there, um, it's been a huge topic um, in terms of the Lakers. But, like, in terms of the starting lineup, um, who would you guys would like to see, like, on that starting lineup? What do you think is the best option for the Lakers? Um, obviously, they have a lot of players, a lot of individuals on the team. But in my opinion – well, my personal opinion, they have a very – huge amount of point guards or just guards. two guards in general yeah. just guards in general so what do you what do you guys think they should do with their starting lineup what are your guys's um opinion on that man they gotta put in my boy russ i know you guys were talking about earlier about dennis starting but i don't know bro they already have russ right there might as well play him if they're not if they're gonna end up trading him at least let him play a couple games so teams could get hyped up and actually trade good value yeah, so for him can get his, his value can go up yeah so, i see that i see that so that you know? that would be that would be a good option the first 15 games hey you know let him pop off make give him the ball let him do his thing and then trade him for good value if that's strategy. what they're gonna do if they're not gonna do that just don't don't keep him on the bench like that, man. Like I get it, he did not do good the yeah, past season. He, if he does start on the bench, he's not getting traded. Yeah, no one's gonna want that. No one's gonna want him. It's like the Dennis Schroeder thing. He's gonna get trade, fucking value. He's gonna go from a hundred million to <laughs> two million <laughs> in two years. No, yeah, I, I completely like thinking about it. Like, I completely agree. I think that I think the lineup for me uh, personally would be like, um, I'd start Pat Bev 
I'm changing it up. I'm going to start Pat Bev. I'm going to start Russ. I'm going to start LeBron. I'm going to start AD. And then um, I'm going to start Thomas Bryant. I think that he's a he's capable of being a starting center in the league. A huge energy bunny. I think I, I know people are like, oh, that'd be great off the bench. But I think that, you know, we have other guys that are like similar profile to him on the bench. Like uh, Damian Jones, and I think he could start too. But I, I think I think he'll, he'll be better off the bench, and just kind of like having that same player um, back and forth. So, um, yeah, that's my starting lineup. So that's your starting lineup, Luis. You got a starting lineup for the Lakers? Not really, man. I'm already disappointed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you're not gonna say starting lineup, um, my starting lineup would be. Um, we were talking about this earlier. Probably going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to start Russ. Um, I start Austin Reeves. Um, and then I'd have LeBron, then AD, then I'll go with Thomas Bryant. But that'll be my starting lineup. Damn. I'll have Russ run into point. Whatever the fuck Russ be Russ, whatever that means, he'll be able to do that. Um, especially if he's running the point. I don't know what the hell LeBron and AD are going to do. But they're gonna resort into becoming probably spot up shooters in that type of system. But hopefully, nah. Uh, hopefully they do become a. If they don't trade Russ, hopefully they become a big three that a old big three, but a good, you know, into the playoffs at least. I I don't know. I I just I just can't see them gelling anymore. It's just it, it, it's it's too frustrating to watch because, like, I I feel like the Lakers didn't learn their their lesson from from last season where. The Lakers were basically being – they are trying to be this team where, um, you know, we're trying they're, – they're trying this new system out. They're trying to get Russ involved. But the dumbest ways to get him involved. I see this guy spotting up at the, at the three. Like, at the corner three, like, when has Russ ever, like, been like, hey, I'm going I'm to be spotted up at the three. I'm going to be – I'm a shooter. Yeah, like, no. Let him run into let him let him break some jaws. Let him get in the freaking paint. Like this guy is a bulldog. Like Fuck this guy will the fight, right? Dude, like just let him run in there, you know? Let him let Russ be Russ. That's not how Russ plays. I'm tired of seeing him shoot. I don't ever want to see him shoot. Like it's He made two threes in the preseason and everyone went MVP mode. <laughs> That's the thing, like, dude, uh, like, you know, like, it's pretty, like, for me, like, having him on the team, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating because because he does have value, like, he yeah. does add a skill set to the team. It's just one, he's not being used the right way, and two, he might not, like, they might be restricting him of playing that way. So, yeah, and 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 a big thing is because LeBron, he he plays. I wouldn't say they play similar, but they definitely have elements of their game that are, that that can be they, they can't be labeled the same in the sense of like they're good at driving in the ball, they handle the ball well, they're good passers, and that's great. But if you really want Russ to to be Russ, you kind of gotta let him let him take control a little bit whenever he needs to. I'm not saying all the time, every time he has the ball, but whenever he's a point, at least, you know, switch up the plays, make sure that everything is, is, is open. And he has the luxury of having LeBron and AD there where, like, a lot of those mistakes could be erased if they play him right. I just don't think that the Lakers are going to be playing him right. I think they're going to be a more defensive team again. And that's why I'm starting Pat Bev because, yes, he's annoying, but... I yes. think that he he's he's a decent defensive player, and if you put him in the right system, he could definitely be valuable. Yep, I agree with that as well. 
That would have been nice. If I didn't want Russ in the starting lineup, I'd have Pat Bev in the starting lineup, to be honest. But with my starting lineup, the just to justify it, like coming off the bench, imagine like a lineup of um, what is it? Pat Bev, Kendrick Nunn, um, and whoever whoever the hell else is coming off the bench, and then you still have Schroeder as well. Damn, they have so many point guards and fucking guards. They got it. That that's why I said I mentioned it last week. I think they're gonna trade Russ. Like legit. I think they're just trying to get up uh, up and under him. Like, cause they have way too many. Like imagine like with what I just said. Imagine if I started Russ then Austin Reeves, and then coming off the bench it's Dennis Schroeder, Pat Bev, Kendrick Nunn. Like who the fuck's gonna get the playing time? Like did I? <laughs> And have three guards. I mean, you can have Austin Reeves come off the bench, but I think he's going to add a lot of value, especially in the starting lineup. One, I think he's a great shooter. He, is he Steph Curry, Clay Thompson level? No. But I feel like he's on the floor with Russ, Austin Reeves, LeBron, AD, and Thomas Bryant. Austin Reeves is the best shooter on the floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I feel like... My my thing is, especially in the modern NBA, you gotta have a shooter on the floor at all times. So, yeah, create that spacing. Yeah, I I feel like if if AD could go back to to him shooting threes, kind of like that championship season before the bubble, like that, like right before they went to the bubble, dude. Anthony Davis could shoot the ball. These past couple of seasons, he's been playing like ass, like at the three. But if you could go back to shooting and just like, you know, getting that, getting that right men- mentality in there, and and you know, just getting those threes in, dude, he could go back to being a great. Like it, it'll help out the team a lot more. Spacing out the floor, we get Austin Reeves spacing it out. Schroeder's a decent shooter, I guess. He, I consider more. I consider him more of a scorer than a shooter. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely more of a scorer. But if he, it, but when he when he needs the three, he could shoot it, and yeah. and I don't mind him. I'm not like oh, like I'm I'm scared of him shooting the three. Where there's a lot of players on the Lakers where I'm like, please don't shoot the three, like Russ. Like I rather have, uh, I obviously would have Schroeder shooting the three over Russ, but yeah, that's just this is what I think. All right, Do you have anything else to add, Luis? No. No, I'm already sad, bro. It's all good. <laughs> um, so we're going to head on over towards the um, elephant in the room. It's been the storyline, the big headline for the past couple of days. Um, and it's involving the Golden State Warriors. Um, so in post-production, I'm going to add the video on top of our podcast here. But we're going to be we're going to watch it again live here on our TV that we got going on. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, the biggest thing is that. Draymond Green on the Golden State Warriors. We don't already know who he is. The Draymond. donkey himself. Um, ended up having <laughs> practice with the Golden State Warriors one day a couple days ago. Um, things got a little bit heated. Um, and basically, Draymond Green ends up punching Jordan Poole right over here. No, he didn't punch him, bro. Oh, he <laughs> He murdered him. Bro, like, legit. You're going to see it right now. He went like, full UFC star, It looks like they're, talk- they're, talking, they're talking smack. You know, it's practice. It's competitive. They're talking that ish. So it looks like here Draymond just looks like the coach is talking. They're not even fucking listening to him. Here we go. Draymond comes closer. It's closer. crazy, bro. They They're sent about the, a kiss. They sent the white coaches, bro. <laughs> Damn. Bro, he went for that knee, bro. There's Popped no way he didn't job, go for bro. a knee after that knockout punch, bro. No. Oh, they, Look they, at they that, bro. Zoom in, bro. Look. 
Just look at his um, Draymond's knee. Look, look, look. look. Damn. <laughs> no, what, what, what's funny? No, not funny, but what's funny <laughs> that uh, is about? Funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Not gonna lie, but <laughs> no, but but look at but look at Draymond. He like to me, he kind of grabs him and like wants to like oh shit. At first, wants to like choke hold him, but then like it seems like that. But to me, I'm like. He knows he fucked up yeah. after he hit him. He punched him. Like, if he was really mad, he would have kept going on some real shit. He tried like, for me, I would have been like, all right, dog. Like, you, we're, we're going to fight. We're going to keep going. Boom, boom. Like, after that first hit. But, nah. It feels like he regretted it right after. He's like, I fucked up. Like, I hit this foot too hard where this was probably, like, either. Like, he fell. Like, when, once you see, you know, <laughs> when we saw that one guy drop. <laughs> Hey, if you if you know you know, but <laughs> but when you see someone get knocked out and get dropped, oh you're kind of like you're kind of like damn, like all right, this is serious. And to me, I think I think Draymond Draymond fucked up bad. Um, and I just want to clarify, like I'm not like oh my god, Draymond, like I I just say he fucked up because now he 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 did it at the wrong time. Obviously, like this wasn't supposed to be leaked, but it was. And um, I think if you guys see, if you guys have Richard Jefferson on TikTok or follow him anywhere, he's great. I follow him; he, yeah, he's funny. But um, he mentions that this happens all the time in a lot in in practice, and it that does. And, and and that makes sense. You know, what I mean, very competitive, uh, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, Draymond, just wrong timing, man. Like you're already on thin ice, from what I've noticed. Um, and then now all these all these rumors of you wanting to to leave or, or there's like there that's a that's another way of pushing you out the door because you're already like a year left in your contract and you're looking for that money deal and you kind of just messed up because that's not the guy you should be doing that to like I don't I don't care if Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the face like yeah it wasn't documented whatever until later on but it's something that now when you're doing it to a player like i feel like jordan Poole is a more valuable player than steve kerr was in his day compared like now you know what i mean like jordan Poole is li- literally like he's the like legit they're, yeah, they're, kinda, they're, they're grooming him to probably be the next star of the warriors yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's good man, that future, he, man? he has the Definitely. same skill set as steph like legit you watch him play he's got the range he has the handle um assisting and passing like you can see that he probably doesn't have that currently at the moment but obviously Steph Curry even coming out and coming out of college like he didn't have like I mean Steph Curry averages like what seven assists per game it doesn't blow you out of the park but especially in this warrior system what Steve Curry has like implemented like um the point guard doesn't have to assist as much just because everyone on the floor is a threat to score because they can shoot um but yeah, I mean, in my opinion, Draymond Green legit pick the worst time and the worst person to do that to. Um, like I just said, he punched the person that they're grooming to be the next superstar of the Warriors. You know, obviously they're they're already thinking about the future. Steph Curry is still, I'm, I would say probably not at the end of his prime, but he's getting there. Clay Thompson, obviously, with all his injuries. Um, He's probably getting up there. I think he can still shoot the ball the same way. Ronnie 2K is mad disrespectful. He's rating him at 88 overall. Three-point rating. But in my opinion, Klay Thompson is still the second-best shooter in the NBA right behind Steph Curry. Um, but defensively, um, Klay Thompson doesn't have that same step that he had before all the injuries. 
Um, so this, in my opinion, the third best player is Jordan Poole. Um, during the playoffs last season, when they needed a big game, especially with Clay Thompson sometimes being out, some Steph Curry sometimes being out, um, Jordan Poole had massive games for the Warriors, dropping thirties, thirty-five point games. Like Jordan Poole is that guy. The rumor about him probably balling out in front of baddies. Have you guys seen? Have you guys seen facts. that video? It's facts. I, I think it's, it's facts. facts, bro. I think he, I he think literally hit a half-court shot to end the third quarter yeah. in the finals because there were some baddies in the front row. That's my guy right there. Bro. <laughs> that's my guy, Jordan Poole. My bro. guy needed some baddies to play, my guy. Man. That's, yeah, the, that's the right mentality, bro. Hell bro. yeah, man. For any away teams that are playing the Warriors, bro, just... You know what I mean, man. Front row. Some, ma- make sure it's not eye candy, there, bro. Get, get the butterfaces in the front. <laughs> hey. Yeah. But, I mean... In terms of the aftermath of this situation with Draymond and Jordan Poole and the Warriors, um, what do you guys think is going to happen with Draymond Green? Um, like you did say, his contract is coming up um, to an end here. Um, this is going to be his last year. In, in terms of his contract, and he is looking for new money, another person that's looking for new money as well as Jordan Poole. That's why I think it's probably the wrong person to do it to. But um, Yeah. What do you guys think is going to happen with Draymond? A lot of rumors is if I stating him, that he's – Wanting to come to the Lakers? Oh hell no! Bro. It's because of clutch. It, 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 it's all. It, that's only because he's with, he's with Clutch Sports. He's with the same agency with uh, LeBron, and he's under Rich Paul. So it, it's you know whenever you hear new rumors, you always gotta nowadays you kind of have to see like who's a, who's their manager, who's their agent, and you know from someone that you know see keeping up with you know I feel like I'm have acted like member of like that <laughs> that scene <laughs> where you, you're kind of seeing all of that um yeah they, they definitely it's it's pretty obvious that that like that's the, the only rumor is that he wants to go there because he's friends with lebron he's on his pot he's on his talk show the barbershop and he also is under rich paul <laughs> excuse me and they're they're just good friends which is isn't the isn't a bad thing but i just think with the lakers like do we really need him? No, no, it's, no. It, he can't. No. He can't shoot. Like that's the first thing. Like now, it, like as an active Laker fan, like the first thing I was like, I'm thinking, I was like, can you shoot the ball? Can you shoot a three? And he, I think for the Warriors, if he could take a lower contract with the low, with the Warriors and wants to stay longer, just because I think it's gonna blow out of the water. Like it, it's it's done. Like I think in a couple of weeks, it's gonna be it, they're gonna be fine. I think the Warriors are going to be fine. I think they're just having yeah. this huge overreaction right now. But I think I think Draymond is is going to take less money. He's going to stay with the Warriors. They're going to give Jordan Poole that big contract, and and I don't think the Warriors are going to be as successful if they don't have Draymond. And I don't think Draymond's going to be as successful. Yeah, He's without not the Warriors, yeah, yeah, they need each other. If they're not, then yeah, it'll be over for the Warriors, and it'll be over for Draymond if he leaves. I agree with every word you just said. So. Nothing else for me there. But All I know is Draymond's defense is getting sloppy, bro. Yeah, he's starting to fight people on the court, um, evidently, in practice. <laughs> but um, Facts, bro. on the court as well, like even during the finals, I mean, he had some struggling moments, especially not being able to score, but also just defensively, they were bullying Draymond. Yeah. Especially um, the Warriors yeah. giving up a lot of points in the paint. Draymond, that last line of defense, he was getting bullied against the Celtics. Then Steph had that monster game four and changed the whole series. But, I mean, Draymond, past couple of years, have, hasn't been looking himself on defense for sure. Um, 
if he can step it up this season, I mean, prove his worth to the Warriors, I still think he can get that money. Um, but, I mean, we're going to have to see. It just depends on his play. Um, the thing with the Warriors is um, the owners, Joe Lacob, they, they're not scared of spending the money. That's one thing they've made evidently, like, shown um, these past couple of years. They're willing to pay yeah, and go over the luxury tax, so... That, that that's the thing. I think that the Warriors. Um, I think they're they're not as. I'm not saying they're not great. They are, but I just think that it kind of showed last year that they're not unbeatable. You know what I mean? That they they definitely have weaknesses. Definitely have things that they could they could definitely improve on. Um, you know, if you look at the if you look at their their game in general, like first series yeah they won is great they go against the grizzlies um you know john moran was out but they still lost by like 50 or like 30 in that one game and, and the grizzlies are great yeah yeah like dude the grizzlies are great and i think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be a great team but besides the point you know like they definitely exploited what the warriors like what their weaknesses are and then if they played the sun if the suns were in the right mindset if they went to the fi- to that to the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors. I know this is a big if. It's like, oh, but they didn't. It was the Memphis Grizz. It was uh, it was uh, the Mavericks. Whatever. But that was the predict. That was what everyone was predicting. That it was the Suns and Warriors, and that would have been a very close series. Uh, uh, would they win? Um, I don't know. They would have gone to Game Seven for sure, though. I think that's what would. That's what would have happened. But why I bring this all up is because it really just shows that. Um, the Warriors can de- are definitely they can definitely people can definitely exploit those holes that they have in their team, and I think that um, you know having Draymond on the court is I wouldn't say is a liability, but it's something that they've had to adjust because a, a big thing that that's that's helped me recognize this big adjustment mm-hmm. is Clay. And I'm not saying that he's bad. It's just that he's not the clay that we know, where his defensive presence is um, isn't there as much in, as as it used to be. Don't get me wrong; he had some pretty like impressive games uh, defensively. Like I I saw him get some blocks in the playoffs. I was like, damn! Like I I didn't know this guy was. Uh, I didn't know he still had his knees, you know. But um, but yeah, he's looking great. I think uh, I think that there was he he definitely had those moments of greatness, not the same as it used to be. But um, yeah, it's definitely something to that that kind of caught my attention. And then so it kind of makes Draymond have this bigger role. And I don't think that bigger role is helpful for him because he's kind of just used to like, all right, yeah, I'm a play. Like I could be a playmaker and I could dribble the ball up, but um, I don't. He he. I just feel like he has a lot more responsibility now where he doesn't really. He never really had that much responsibility, like compared to how he, how he does now, and that's kind of like iffy, and that's why Jordan Poole is a big reason why they're trying to groom him. But I just think that they need that other player to balance everything out. And I'm not sure who that player would be or anything like that. But if they don't have that fix in the next couple of years, I don't think the Warriors are going to be uh, winning another ring anytime soon. No, I agree with what you said there. Um, was is there anything else in the NBA that? Transpired in the past week that, we, that you guys want to talk about. James Harden going b- back to a step back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy that I left off of my top twenty. So what? Still believe it, but <sighs> that's like honestly, that's like something that uh, 
that's like one of the most disrespectful things you could say, Mike. Like honestly, oh, like, James Harden, bro. That's so disrespectful, Come on, bro. Man. <laughs> like I don't care, dude. Like, like I understand if Russ is off your top twenty. I completely understand. <laughs> like, obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Like keep him out, nah. but um, Fun. but but it, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, dude. Like he he's a he could be the number one option on that on that 76ers team. He could also be the best number two option in in the league. Um, just think about it. You, your number two option is James Harden. What? That is insane. Like I'll take that in a heartbeat. I'll I'll, I'll if if we had the option to get him to the Lakers. I'll take that right now. Give me, give me Harden right now. Give me the now. beard, bro. Yeah, I, I take Harden over Westbrook for sure. Oh hell yeah! I mean, ah, but you didn't put him in your twenty. I say he's thirty. What? I say he's what? 30. That's wild. What? Oh, can we talk about this one dude? He oh just, yeah, okay. I saw a little glimpse of him right now. What's his name? Victor Webanyama. Webanyama. Oh my god, bro! That guy is a beast, bro. This guy, dude, Look, I was. <laughs> I just typed V, and he's like fifth on. He's on trending, the bro. Dude, no, bro, he's this, trending everywhere. Dude, this guy's insane. This guy, uh, people are saying that he's a better prospect than LeBron, which is insane, dude. You're saying that LeBron would be number two, yeah, and when Bo- that, and this guy would be number one, which is pretty. Dude, he Ooh. he plays like a guard. He's seven four. Six. Seven six or seven four. What seven is he? six. Seven bro. four. He's taller than Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he is already better than Rudy Gobert. Uh, I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. He is already better than bro, Rudy he beat Gobert. Him on a Look at that. Uh, that's wild. We'll take that, bro. And he's in the G League, dude. Uh, dude, imagine if 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 like uh, a college Look basketball, like what a ba- like a college basketball team picked bro, him up. It looks like he's jogging, bro. Bro, it looks like this is probably like what Will looked like back in the day, bro. <laughs> Will? That, yeah, this is a Will shoot. Thing that worries me a little Ooh. is uh he's a little slender. I'm not gonna lie, he's a, he's a little he's a little on the thinner side. But I think it, that's it's fine just because he moves so fluid. Like it's not like his movements are clunky. Like no, yeah, I, I just don't want like uh, he's just so talented. I, I wish I I just don't want to see him get hurt. You know, no. like let him get some muscle in, let him get fully like healthy. I you know what I mean. So that'd be fun to, to see him like in the NBA. Um, he has a KD structure. <laughs> yeah, like he's legit a taller KD, bro. He's huge. This is who we all thought Chet Holmgren would be. Hey, bro. Wait. Oh, that, that's what? Crazy, that's crazy. I think I don't think Rose uh, shooting fading threes, bro, in the corner. That's crazy. I don't know, man. If Chet, if, if Chet wasn't in Gonzaga, he would have he would have been he would have been number one, honestly. No, I'm just saying, like, just comparing the two. I think this guy is more stronger for sure than Holmgren and also moves more fluid, in my opinion. I don't know, man. He kind of crossed Curry in high school. <laughs> you I guys see that? that? I've seen that before. Dude, Chad Holmgren crossing him up. That was crazy. Bro, anyone was can funny. cross up Steph Curry. My boy Austin Reeves did it, bro. Second best player in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he's God not even damn. damn. Why did you jump, bro? Hey, man. Hey, I'm just saying OKC, they got like every – they got a first-round pick. For the, for the next they, 10 years, bro. Yeah, they're scouting like all the first graders right now. Like, for real. Come on. I wouldn't be surprised if they get the damn. number one pick this year. You know, if they get if they get this guy next to Chet, that, that, that front court would be insane with Shea. Damn. 
God damn. If they don't get injured, yeah, that would be insane. One of my favorite players on the OKC team is, um, what's his name? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, no. That German dude? Yeah. Uh, Greg something? No, 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 not the big man. The guard. Yeah, um, I know what he's talking about, though. He, he, uh. He's pretty good when when TP uh, three was there. He was actually pretty decent too. Fuck, what was uh, his name, bro? I said he's my favorite, but I don't know his name, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Shay's a beast, though. I don't he's know, on but TikTok a lot. I don't know, bro. But we're giving too much attention to CP three, bro. CP three. He's good in the regular season. Once he gets to the um, playoffs, once he gets to the playoffs, it might be chalked for him, bro. Because he's gonna run out of gas. He's gonna have a lot of people like. Um, What's his, What's the guy's name from the Pelicans who was picking him up, like, all 94 feet? Um, the Hispanic dude? Yeah. Alvarado? Alvarado, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, he legit laid out the blueprint, bro. Like, just yeah. guard him, like, the way Alvarado did, and he's going to he's gonna break down. He got a nice little contract, too. Yep. And I think that Pelican team is going to be really good, bro. Zion is a beast. They could definitely compete for that. Zion is a beast. You had him in your honorable mentions, huh? Zion. I had him twenty fifth. I was. Yeah. I had him tied with uh, with Donovan Mitchell. He he might he might climb. Dude, hey, man, yeah. that list for you. Talking about Donovan Mitchell, he he looked a little too thick, bro. <laughs> He's looking a little. Thick. Is, he, little is he big? Is he trying to be like James <laughs> Harden and just like get traded again? Or nah, I think I think you know he. I feel like he's always been like that. Now he's just wearing white, and he looks a little thicker because he's wearing white. For real? Uh, I yeah, think, I mean. Uh, I think Donovan Mitchell is amazing. He, le- yeah. he legit reminds me of D-Wade. I think we can dive into this Redeem Team documentary if you guys have already seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, have but not. I really want to see it. It's a really. It's on Netflix? Yeah, it's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. We might be able to watch it after this, but um, that Redeem Team documentary like just shows how great D Wade was during that time. And I think Donovan Mitchell can have that peak as well. In yeah. terms of, because if he wants to play defense, he can. Mm-hmm. He's just as quick as D Wade. Whoa, I think he's a, I think he's a better whoa, whoa. shooter. I think he's a better shooter than D Wade. Oh yeah, he's a better shooter, but as fast whoa, as D Wade. Whoa, 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 yeah, I, th- I think whoa, he's as fast. That is kinda crazy. In, in Utah you, you don't see him a lot. Um going downhill a lot just because that's not their st- yeah, just, they got big ass Rudy Gobert slowing shit down, but Rudy Gobert's <laughs> ass. I'm sorry, bro. He's legit in the NBA just because he's tall. He can block shots in the, in the regular. Well, season. I mean, he can't block COVID for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but he no, said, we're not gonna get into this said, politics, uh, 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 uh. bro. <laughs> bro, he's, he's, he's still goofy, bro. He was the first one too. What an idiot! idiot. <laughs> what an what idiot, right? Dumbass. But I mean, Donovan Mitchell, his ceiling is really, really high. That first, um, that first series playoff series that he played, what was his rookie year against that OKC that that big three of like Russ, Melo, and PG? Like Donovan Mitchell was amazing in that series. Oh yeah, he went toe to toe with Russ, and that was like Russ in his MVP form. He should have won uh, rookie of the year, but I think uh, Ben Simmons won it, right? Yeah, honorary mention Ben Simmons. Um, ben Simmons, bro, he wins Rookie of the Year every year. Every year, Ben. If, Simmons, if y'all don't know bro. that meme, bro, y'all should not watch. It's crazy though. Like, <laughs> I think I mentioned it earlier. Um, the the little clip of Ben Simmons that's hilarious, bro. <laughs> so the Brooklyn Nets had practice. I don't know what specific name of that bridge is called, but they they basically had outdoor practice for the public to see. 
everyone was wearing like joggers they were like wearing hoodies over under their jerseys but i think the cameraman was trying to like shoot Kyrie Irving like dribbling and Kevin Durant shooting at the same time. Ben Simmons just like peeks over, sees it, shoots a ball and like airballs like ten feet to the left. And Troll, it's like bro. I I personally think he's obviously trolling now. Um <laughs> I I refuse to believe there is a professional oh. basketball player that has not learned how to hit the rim. Like I was just talking about Rudy Rudy Gobert can hit the rim. Yeah, he's, he's also it, like no? he's also like two feet away. He's like <laughs> under the basket where dude, like, like ben, he's nah, trolling yeah. at this point. I can, I don't believe <laughs> man's, someone man's. can be that bad, bro. I know high schoolers that are terrible, but they can't be that bad. No, nah, yeah, it, it's kind of shocking sometimes because I'm like, dude, like you're in the NBA, you're the number one pick in the draft, like you're getting paid millions, hit the bro. Rim, bro. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta at least hit the rim, dude, like. I'm honestly, like, shocked. I remember, like, when him coming out of college, like, people were like, you know, um, he can't shoot. He doesn't really shoot like that. His mixtape in high school has him shooting jump shots. <laughs> Literally. What happened? What happened to it? <laughs> we're gonna have Literally. Little, all right, this is Did a little seg- segment in the show that what happened moment. <laughs> Dude, like, what happened? Did he for, like... Did he get amnesia? Someone hit him in the head. Like, <laughs> yo, yo. Like he, I refuse to believe the muscle it, memory. It wasn't like Markel Fultz. Like it wasn't that kind of thing. All right, Markel Fultz is understandable. They he had to go through surgery. Damn, bro. It's bro shoots <laughs> like this now. Yeah, he good. shoots it. like it's very structured Tim Duncan looking shot. But I mean, I feel bad for Markel Fultz because coming out of college, he was tough. Yeah, he was nasty. He was crazy. Bro. He was nasty coming out. He of college. actually looked like a like. With that draft class, he actually looked like a starting, like, at that point in time, he looked like a starting point guard in the NBA. Like, he had the most polished point guard, like, just skill set yeah, coming so out of college. He can shoot. He's got the handle. He has the ability to pass. Like, literally what you find in an essential NBA point guard nowadays, he had it coming out of college. Next thing you know, they're fixing his jump shot. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. The worst thing that could have happened was him going to the Sixers. He was drafted oh, by the yeah. Sixers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. But, I mean. <sighs> I think every draft pick for the Sixers is. is Except for Joel Embiid. That, that year was. Sense. That was the same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember this. So, the Celtics had the number one pick, and then they traded with the Sixers, if I'm not mistaken. And no, no, wait. Then what did the Celtics get compensated for? I third and what like other players did they get? I don't remember, but yeah, I, I just remember that Tatum went third. Yeah, Tatum went third. Fultz went one. Ball went two. Lord have mercy. Why did we pick Lonzo Ball? <laughs> we could have had Donovan Mitchell. We could have had Donovan Mitchell. For <laughs> we could have had Jason Tatum. We could have Tatum, yeah. Jason Tatum. Crazy. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, is that pretty much it, guys? I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Oh, one, of one, one thing I want to go over. Yeah. One crazy thing. I mean, it's not football or basketball related, but it is soccer related. Oh, And we're yes. talking about trades and people being unhappy at a team. I don't know. One big star that I know that it's it came to light now. Kaylion Mbappé. I think, I, think I think this is great. I wanted to bring this up, but I, I wasn't sure... Uh, if we should, but 
it is definitely something that I'm glad you brought that up. So can can you just explain to our, our, our listeners, our viewers, and to Mike what is up with this guy? All right, so one big thing that this man was fighting, you know, one of the best players in the world, which is, uh, I would say, Neymar. Um, and then he ended up started dating a transgender model, which was taking that already downhill. Well, no, it's nothing to do with the transgender, but I, I just had to bring that up. Um, and then all that fighting and arguing, I think it got to, like, they knew, he knew he didn't have no more, like, backup at that club no more. Everybody was backing up everybody else but him. So now that he feels that he's not the star of the show, like, he wants out and he wants to signed to another channel which is pretty crazy because i'm hearing rumors that florentino perez owner of the of real madrid is doing some rumors going down there that he might be signed in january that's what i heard you know nah, you know I mean? nah i think i think i think what's going on is that this guy mbappe this, all right this is gonna honestly be a rant this is this is pissing me off because a guy like Mbappe <laughs> is so all right think about this Mike so he needs a new contract right by the summer this guy is choosing between Real Madrid and and PSG right so he plays with PSG right now Real Madrid is trying to swoop him in typical thing you know the idea is everyone thinks he's going to go to Real Madrid and as a Barcelona fan you know just my opinion i'm like fuck he's gonna join real madrid this guy's gonna be nasty like what the fuck like this guy's a beast and he shocks the world and says yeah i'm staying with psg and resigns bro yeah he signs with psg and everyone's and and at first everyone's like damn that's crazy like you really chose psg like that's kind of that's wild but the thing is when you hear the contract you're like yeah this isn't a good thing for soccer or for the sport of football whatever Three years for like it's 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 not good. Like it's it's a big contract where like the the signing bonus is like around a hundred million dollars. Like yeah. kind of ridiculous, right? So, so what was the contract? Like three hundred uh, something. Yeah, but but it, it's not even that. But the terms in the in the contract are like kind of stupid. Where he's basically the president of the of everything. Where he makes the final decisions. He's the one that they go to be like, look, what do you want? We'll we'll make it happen. Where he's like, I don't want any of the South Americans on the team. I want them out. I don't want Neymar on the team. I want to be on the left wing now. I don't want to be the middle striker. I want to be on the left. I want Messi on the right. And I want us to get a, a striker in the middle so that we can play like that. I want to be the star of the team. I want to have all this power. I want to make sure that, you know, if we're going to be on, if we're going to have a successful, uh, if I'm going to be happy here, that you're going to have to pay me as much as, like, I'm going to be the most, the highest paid player in the world. And you're also going to be giving me whatever i want yeah and he's noticing that like neymar isn't gone he signed an extension messi's not going to be there forever because he's on the last year of his contract and he doesn't know if he wants to stay which is fair again you could do whatever you want you're Lionel messi like you can do whatever you want true but him wanting all of that done is so ridiculous and it's so dumb because it kind of just shows how immature he is because now, like how we mentioned, there's rumors that he wants to leave the club because they're not doing that within a three-month span. And Damn, he is fucking psycho. Yeah, this guy is Dude, immature. it's insane, bro. This guy is immature. This guy is dumb. This guy is a child. He's a little child. Like, PSG has ruined the sport. Yeah. In a sense where... The owners, everything. Yeah, like, first, don't get me wrong. 
everyone's going to be like, how do they ruin the sport if they have so much money? And uh, Man City did the same thing. But there's a difference between Manchester City and PSG where Manchester City finally got it right. And they were like, okay, if we're going to buy all these players, we're going to do it in the system that our coach wants to do it, not that our player wants to do it. And we're going to be- we're gonna go get the best coach in the world, which they did. They got Guardiola. But when it comes to PSG... They messed up on buying. First, they bought Neymar for $220 million, which is dumb. That already ruined the market. They ruined the market in general. Yeah. After they did that, because I'm looking straight at the camera because I've been holding this in for years. <laughs> they bought Neymar and ruined the market. Once they did that, they went ahead and go, went to go get Kylian Mbappe. And so that kind of ruined – that That kind of was like, all right, Neymar was basically – the the Mbappe before Mbappe, right? Where yeah. he was supposed to be there. He was supposed to be the main guy. He gets to make some of the decisions. He They're going to surround the team around him and make him better. But Neymar just kind of became, in my opinion, a flop because he keeps getting hurt. He can't have a full season. Yeah. And he, he's just not consistent. And don't get me wrong. He's great when he plays, but he's just not going to be on the field 100% of the time. Once Mbappe goes in there, the same thing happens. But the only thing is that now they give him all this power and you're kind of seeing now Neymar has matured in a sense of like, damn, like that was me. And I kind of messed up leaving Barcelona because now that I have Messi here in PSG, I could have had the success with Barcelona and I messed up for, and I want to go back. Years, yeah. yeah, it's like, dude, it's like it's like you're leaving a great situation because you want to be the main guy. But, you know, sorry to say this, but Neymar just can't be that main guy. He just can't. Not anymore. He can't. No, he, yeah, he yeah, just can't. So, so it's a, the, the PSG is not learning from their mistakes, and they rinse and repeat with Mbappe, but right. they're like, you know what? This guy could stay healthy, and we're going to do more because we want to keep him because he knows that um, you know, if he goes to Real Madrid, he's going to have a successful career, so we're going to give him everything. And then they mess up there. And I think the world of, of the sport of soccer and of football – is on pause and saying, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, let's not let's not get in a situation like this because if this happens to another player, he's gonna have an attitude problem and he's gonna ruin the sport. And yeah, I, that's that's my take. Where now I think teams are gonna be more hesitant on spending so much on players. Mbappe ruined. He kind of ruined the 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 voice of, of a soccer player at times. Now that you know, like now you have to be a legend, a legendary status to a club that you can make those kind of decisions. Because think about this: Messi and Cristiano do not never had that kind of authority, which is insane. Messi For should them have being how they were. Yeah, they were. like Messi and, and Cristiano should definitely have those 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 privileges or that luxury. Too. Yeah, but they don't. Because they know that they're, regardless of what they, who they are, it's a team sport. Yeah. And so, unless you're in the NBA and you only play with five people on the court on your team, then yeah, you could possibly, unless you're like LeBron James that plays in a five, in a five uh, team, a five man team, or whatever, you can't make those decisions. And I don't even want to go into LeBron how he corrupt the the league. Um, that would be a conversation for another day. But <laughs> yeah, that is my whole rant with Mbappe. Mbappe ruined the game for us as as viewers, as as fans, as yeah. you know the love of the game. He he ruined it and not ruined it, but he's definitely having a negative impact in the game. And and you know whatever happens to him, he deserves it. The guy shouldn't should not. I I hope he stays in PSG and, and he understands the mistakes that he's making. Yeah, I mean. 
going back to the Manchester City thing, Pep did it right. He's been playing it right. He's not. It's like you look at PSG; they're investing for failure. Pep is always investing in the future. He, you, you see it now. Like he's like when he let go of like, um, what's his name, Sterling. He's let go of a lot of great names in the sport, like David Silva, Sane, Sane, all these great David Silva, yeah, all these great players, and Aguero. they, they. And he got his value back and even more from that to get other be- and good players. I, unfortunately, he hasn't gotten the Champions League with Manchester City, but he's getting. He might get. He's gonna get there with Holland. Um, he's what the youngest. He's the fastest player to get um, eight hat tricks. Like how many hat tricks? He's like three in the Premier League. Already, like the fastest yeah. and eight game span compared to like Luis Suarez and all these other great um, Barclays Premier League players that. Had to do it in like sixty to eighty games, and he's done it in eight games. Yeah, it, that, which is insane. That's the thing. Like, I think PSG. That what sucks about the situation as well is that like I feel like PSG kind of fooled us in the sense of like it seemed like they learned from their mistakes. Where they're like, why are we spending so much money on players when when we have a coach that doesn't know what he's doing, or we're gonna keep this coach for like a couple years, and you know we're gonna switch him off if he doesn't if he can't handle these big name players where. Now, if you see like they their their new president of like of of their operations, he is coming from a system where, uh, if you guys didn't know, he came from Nice, with that won the league against like they beat they literally beat PSG uh, in the league, and he constructed that team. He knows how to find good talent. Uh, you know that's what you need. You need to find guys that can definitely develop your academy, develop the good players, those new players coming up in the league. You have the privilege of being in the French league, where yeah, it's not the best league, farmers league. Yeah, it's a farmers league, but they have amazing, great, young, talented players coming out of that league because the French, the French players right now, the people that they're producing, oh my gosh, they're so good. Every they're, every, I think every team nowadays has one, at least. One the three fucking French players, yeah, like either on the bench or growing up, like starting yeah, wherever. Like, like, there's a reason why these players from the French league, even if they're not French, like they know how to recruit, they know how to scout, and they know where to get these players. Like, trust me, I think I think that PSG kind of fooled us in thinking like, yeah, we got all these guys. This coach, he's great. He won the league uh, with another team in France that he could implement his style and create his own kind of kind of style and his own culture with PSG but unfortunately you know guys like Mbappe had to ruin that and 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 just kind of he's like the biggest crybaby in the world I'm I'm I feel like the whole world is looking at this guy at a telescope right now and everyone has the same opinion yeah that you are immature that you are putting shame to the game um like for me I I wouldn't want to in, in my team I would not want you on my team. And no matter how amazing you are, I don't care what you've done. I don't care if you have a World Cup. I don't care if you won these trophies. I don't want you on the team because you're not going to make our team better in the locker room. You're not going to make the team better in training. You're not going to make the team better if you have a pouty little fucking attitude. Like, no. I'm surprised I'm surprised these guys are, are, are even, like, tolerating that, dude. Like, I would be so upset. I'd be like, shut the, I'll be like, shut the fuck up, Mbappe. <laughs> Like, shut up. It's your little fucking 
like such a stupid face dude like i just do not like this guy anymore he's kind of really like he's someone that i've I've lost a lot of respect for um you know i just kind of want to go back a little bit to to neymar uh when he left barcelona because i'm a big barcelona fan uh when he left he i lost a little respect for him and and now he kind of sees like what is happening now and it kind of like i hope this reflects on him and just shows like damn this used to be me i fucked up and it, you know it just it just kind of like P, like for psg it's kind of like karma like you just can't buy anyone who wa- you want and give them whatever you want and it's going to come out with good results it's i think that's what you try doing man i think that's yeah. why mbappe tried to took that contract and yeah he kind of like it went downhill from that but yeah it's just and it, it's embarrassing and, and and you know what like i i don't i don't wish him any luck i was you know, I, I wish that like right now he. I just wish he has like a learning curve and understands that like this this is not the right way to do it. And you know, he's definitely someone that I think again everyone has the same opinion on him right now that he's just acting like a little brat. And you know, it's funny. I think I think that's great. I mean, he could if he's not acting like a brat, he could be having a having like a season like Holland is having. Oh yeah. So if y'all don't know who Erling Holland is, search him up. Michael, yeah, search crazy. up that man. That man is insane. <laughs> no, yeah, Every yeah. ball he touches in the box, bro, is going in, bro. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of crazy how good he is. And, dude, that guy is so good. Like, he's, uh, Man City is so good this year. The Premier League is fun to watch. You know, all these teams in Europe are fun to watch. And, and you know, Champions League games are going on, like, today and tomorrow. And, you know, um, we'll, we'll get into those games maybe in the future when it goes on to the, to the knockout rounds. But... Yeah, I or maybe after January, who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's like the during the knockarounds, yeah. Yes, so, sir. so yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I think is that pretty much it for guys. I think I yeah, think I we think covered everything, right? Pretty much it. That was a very passionate rant you just went on. So yeah, sorry that, guys. That's <laughs> a that's a very great way to end this podcast. So I mean, um, we always do this podcast every Tuesday now. Um, probably gonna have this uploaded on YouTube in a couple of days, but. Um, that's going to be it here for the Over and Under podcast with uh, Michael, Brian, and Luis. Um, yes, we'll see you guys next time. Have a good one, guys. Later, y'all.